Shake Shack, Papa John's, and Portillo's reported earnings on Thursday. Fast food chains say they're feeling confident ahead of a potential recession. And why more restaurants are sourcing frozen food. Welcome to RB Daily, a quick look at the industry's top stories from the editors of Restaurant Business. I'm Joe Guskowski, Senior Editor at RB. And I'm RB Associate Editor Reina Estrada. With restaurants continuing to face the challenges of high food costs, labor, and supply shortages and food waste, one solution may lie in the freezer. A recent survey revealed that 40% of operators are now sourcing more frozen foods than they did in 2019. Frozen products are already value-added, saving labor in the kitchen, but they can be signatured with culinary touches. Plus, they offer a hedge against supply chain kinks and produce less food waste. Distributor U.S. Foods has seen an uptick in demand post-pandemic. Shake Shack says office workers are coming back in urban units, but now the fast casual chain is struggling in the suburbs, where staffing challenges have hurt operating hours and throughput during peak periods. Same-store sales for the chain's third quarter were up 6.3%, driven by a nearly 3% increase in traffic. But comp sales were even higher at urban locations, like in New York, Washington, D.C., and Boston, where same-store sales were up double digits, boosted by the return of office workers after Labor Day. Not so rosy at suburban units, where comp sales were up a more modest 2.2%. At Portillo's, same-store sales were up 5.8% for the third quarter, largely because of menu price increases since the chain reported a 3.3% decline in transactions. Menu prices increased in the fourth quarter another 3% to combat inflation and higher labor costs. Papa John's sales slowed last quarter thanks to summer vacations. The pizza chain said on Thursday that people are spending more time traveling and less time at home when they typically order pizzas. That hurt sales last quarter, leading to a same-store sales decline of less than 1%. Meanwhile, the company said labor and food cost increases hurt profits, which declined 35% in the third quarter. But company executives did say they've had a solid start to the fourth quarter and that they expect same-store sales to increase in the last three months of 2022. Fast food chains are confident in the future, even in the face of some economic headwinds. Executives from Papa John's, Burger King owner Restaurant Brands International, and Taco Bell owner Yum Brands all said they expect to withstand a potential recession, something McDonald's said is the most likely scenario for the economy. If consumers get more budget conscious, the executives expect they'll get more business, something that's happened in the past recessions. But there is general disagreement among executives about just how much consumers are looking for value right now. G.J. Hart wants Red Robin to improve its burgers. That's one of the things the new CEO plans to change as he attempts to revive the brand, which he believes has strayed from its roots in recent years. Better quality burgers and shakes and a wider variety of menu options will help, he said. He also wants to fix a disastrous 2018 decision that eliminated the busser position at Red Robin. That could involve adding more managers, up to four or five per restaurant, to help reinforce staffing and give guests a better experience. Pollsters say the outcome of next Tuesday's congressional elections are difficult to predict, but new research indicates there's little doubt about where restaurateurs' sympathies lie. 63% said they prefer Republican majorities on Capitol Hill, according to a survey by Alignable.com. The figure is close to 62% of all small business operators who said they prefer a Republican House and Senate. That support comes despite only 35% of its nearly 5,000 respondents indicating the Republicans, Alignable said. A startup that helps chefs digitize their recipes raised $11.5 million. Mies converts recipes stored in a spreadsheet or on paper 
into an interactive digital format that can then be used as training modules and can be scaled to match desired yield. They can also calculate food costs and nutrition information. Mies said the tool helps restaurants run more efficiently and can save operators thousands of dollars a month. The Series A round was led by Kraft Ventures. The Farmer's Boys regional burger chain has promoted Joseph Ortiz to president and COO. He was formerly vice president of finance and accounting. Ortiz succeeds Dave Wetzel, who retired after 37 years in the restaurant business. After the Daily Press coffee bar drastically cut its staff's hours, employees of the Brooklyn, New York-based independent decided to push back by forming a union. Every member of the team put their name on a formal petition requesting federal regulators to hold a vote on forming a chapter of Workers United, the same group that's unionizing Starbucks. The move marks a definite crossover of the Starbucks organizational effort to other brands, as well as a rare instance of an independent restaurant looking to unionize. The city of Mountain View, California is aiming to ease restaurant switch from disposables to reusable food containers. The city is launching a program that offers free technical advice and up to $300 worth of permanent wear. The initiative is a collaboration with a local environment group called Rethink Disposable. And that should do it for today's episode of RB Daily. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and get it every weekday. I'm Joe Guskowski. And I'm Raina Estrada. Have a great weekend.